When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 to UFO Paranormal Radio, otherwise known as United Public Radio Network or just UF, sorry, UPRN. And it, we are being broadcast to you out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. We've got all these people here already. I'm getting distracted. And I was laughing at Dave just before we did go actually live and come on the screen. Sorry. <laughs> he was on fire. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Laura Lee Potvin. I've uh, been a host for a while here on the network. I have my own show called The Angel Rock on Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I co-host with my amazing co-host who I will in let him introduce himself in just a minute. I'm a Canadian clairvoyant medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor and registered nurse. And if you've never been to the show before, welcome. And if you're returning, we see some of our returnees here. We love them all. We love that you're here. Without all of you there, we would just be doing this on our own. Mind you, Dave and I have some interesting conversations, you know, yeah. people aren't here. So um, if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe. Tell all your friends and family this network's been around for over 25 years. We stream multiple shows daily with different hosts from all around the world, different content. And when we're not streaming, the archive server is running. So you can always find something for everybody on this network. So check it out. And we're always getting new hosts and things like that coming up. We also have our own TV show uh, channel on Roku, which is under, if you're looking for it, you sign into the channel store and then you're going to go to uh, type in UFO space P as in paranormal. There'll be a drop down menu and you're looking for UFO space paranormal and United Public Radio. That's us. Click it. We are broadcasting this show tonight on that network. Now, if you want to join in the comments, we love to have you as part of the comments and the show. Like we always say, uh, this show and my own show are very audience driven. So where you need to head to is either UFO Paranormal Radio Network on Facebook and YouTube. We are also broadcasting on my co-host David's YouTube channel, which is the Spirit Experience, and also in his uh, private group on Facebook. I am broadcasting in one of my groups in Paranormal University and my profile on Facebook, which is under Laura Lee Potvin. It's public, so anybody can see it. We're also coming to you from Canada's Most Haunted on Facebook. I believe UFO Undercover, which is the owner of the network's one of his multiple shows, uh, Joe Montaldo. I'm 
going to give him a shout out because he created this wonderful platform that we stream from and what he's built up over the years. So thank you, Joe. Be sure to check out his shows. He's got The Centralist. He's, like I said, UFO Undercover and uh, many others. So thank you for that, Joe. Um, don't forget, I'm going to remind you all, we are having, it's, hey, it's spooky month this month. We're going to be having some Halloween parties. Dave and I, October 26th, right here on the thing at the foot of the bed, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We haven't quite worked out what we're going to be doing yet, but um, I'm kind of hoping we sort of threw the idea around. We'll see. Dave and I are so easygoing. Whoever wants to do whatever, what, we're pretty well, we were on the same page. We practically messaged each other right at the same second today going, what are we going to chat about? We had talked earlier. We went, We also go live on TikTok on Dave's massive channel over there and do reading and stuff we did that last night we had jonathan keyworth join us of jk47 paranormal for the whole thing it was kind of a lot of fun so i think i've remembered to tell you guys everything i'm not going to get into the stream yard thing if it happens i'll highlight you if you come up as facebook user and i'll tell you how to join if that happens so uh let me pass over to dave finally hey there dave did i freeze did you freeze did i freeze i think did we freeze? Yeah, we both froze for we both froze for a second. That's okay. I'm yep. David Hansel, and I am a spiritual medium, and I was frozen for a moment, so I am also frozen in time. Uh, yeah, we're both frozen in time. I love the spooky stuff, and that's what we're here for. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a highlight. He's not here. I know. It's just that's, that's synchronistic because. Just the other day, we were talking and thinking about um, Cheech and Chong. I was just so, gonna, I wasn't gonna give it away. I was gonna say, you gotta be in our age group to really understand what this comment means. Um, For those of you listening, it, it says, Hey, Dave's not here, man. <laughs> and then how he says, uh, sorry, I've been waiting to say that for a long time. Okay, we got to do the Facebook user thing. I said I wouldn't do it to make it shorter. And here we go. So hi to whoever this is. Um, just so you know, if you've never done this, and there have been people that have, and they still have this problem, you come up as Facebook users. So if you want us to know who you are, you can head over to streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. And I think you sign up just for a quick free account. Then what you're going to do is give them permission use your picture and your name or you can just type your name after your comment or you can stay anonymous if you'd like yeah another thing too um facebook user if you want i noticed that on my channel if i watch something that's on Streamyard, there's a right above you'll you'll see like a little link right where you're watching this from just tap the link it'll automatically just name you you probably you probably won't even have to do any sign up it everyone it does it like both ways laura lee I don't know why. You I've know why it. I don't bring that up? Because StreamYard put that out. Plus, I don't see what you all see on StreamYard because I'm producing. So uh -huh. I'm basically on. Have you ever watched a StreamYard production? Yeah, but I've never had. Oh, to yeah. Yeah. It's I've been Jane. in the audience. Oh, it's Jane from Central. Louisiana. Oh, you're right where we're where this is going from. You're not fine. Okay, no, let's see hi to everybody. So we got Kevin, Z Sun Dragon. He says, since it's my vacation week, I usually get um I actually have to be here on a Thursday. Now that's where I was going with this. I was trying to introduce poor Dave sitting here with the Halloween party. Now Kevin has sent us in quite a few spooky stories because that's where I was going, and then I got distracted oh. with with Dave's not here, man. Um, so we're having a party on the 26th here. We are also having a party on the Angel Rock on the 30th. And then a network staff party online 
live. I know, don't quote me yet. I've got it tentatively kind of booked. I still need to connect with Michelle DeRoche, who will be on incidentally right after us uh, with her co-host uh, Amelia Pisano on the second night of the Outer Realm. So guys, stay tuned for that show. It has great guests, great shows. And um, once we know, now we haven't done one in a while, but uh, I used to do these things all the time and haven't done it. But uh, we had a staff meeting and I said, what are we doing for Halloween? So we, what we try to do is get as many of the hosts as we can on the network live on a panel. And then we talk about spooky, scary kind of things. We get you guys to bring your favorite beverages. Now we can't drink them in the, in the coverings on the beverages. Uh, so we'll be probably having some, We'll say Halloween punch with you. And uh, yeah, I just, it's Halloween. I just had some Halloween chocolate milk. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> Halloween chocolate milk. Yeah. Actually, it's dairy, it's dairy free chocolate milk. <laughs> Even better. So, I, the reason why I mentioned this is if you have, maybe you've got some ideas, we can try and do a panel if you want. We don't usually have guests on this show, but we could do that. Or, like I said, Kevin from Z Sun Dragon has sent us quite a few uh, stories of personal experiences he's had. So, if you got spooky stories, paranormal stories, strange stories, pictures, EVPs, whatever you got, if you want to share them, Feel free to share them. We will maintain your anonymity, even if you don't feel comfortable putting your name out there. But it's going to be all things spooky because we don't have our show doesn't fall on Halloween this year. So yeah, we it fall on Halloween. Um, ha Kathy Little. Hi, Kathy. And hello, Nell Toro from Tampa. Hello, Nell. Well, hang on. We're going up through the list here. Hang on, Dave. So we got Sandra Sharp, one of our regulars. Hello. We have me. the Spirit <laughs> Experience, which is That's <laughs> Uh, hang on. Howie's, Howie Odell. I'm going to give Howie a shout out. Dave and I have been on his network. He has the Rift Nation Network. And he has had David and I on his show called The Orion Effect. Check it out. He always supports our network too. So we'd like to give him a shout out. Um, let's see. Got Howie again saying, uh, jumps off the bed, looks under the bed, looking for something. Okay. And then he's tipping his hat. Let's see. Um, Oh, Z Sun Dragon says I'm 54. LOL. Well, you're the same age group as us. I'm 58. So <laughs> I'm 23, but that's a whole other story. Sure you are. Sure you are. Okay, we're getting to everybody down here. So we got JK, um, Jonathan Keyworth, JK47 Paranormal. It says just shared to my page. So thank you. We appreciate when you share. You said hi to Janie from Central Louisiana. Kathy Hanley Little from Kissimmee, Florida. Wow. Welcome. Nicole Thomas Ryan, can we see you? Yes, we can see you. Welcome. Um, not sure who this is. We I don't know why they're doing this to y'all tonight. What's the easy way they can do it that you've discovered? Because that's what they told yeah. us to tell if you. Nell, um, Nell, if you guys want to have your name show up like that, right where you're watching this from, you'll see, you'll see a, it'll have like a, a link or, you know, a, whatever that's called. Um, it's, it highlights right up in there. You just hit on it and it'll give you, it'll tell you to go ahead and it'll just say, would you, you know, do you give us permission and we'll do it. It's a link. It's right in there if you want to. Okay. So she gave us her name. So it's Mary Nell Toro, Nell Toro from Tampa. Welcome. We got a couple of Floridites here. And then Sandra says, I'm only slightly older than Kevin. Well, so am I. I, I don't hide my age. I know that's a thing with people, but I say age is just a number. So you know oh, what? Yeah. I embrace it, all of it, because everything is uh, 
it's your story. Did you notice that if you're a certain age, like if you're my age and I were to tell people I'm 23, even if they believed it, they would say, wow, you look like crap for 23. (laughs) I know, but I look really good for my real age. You know, Kevin's working on the 26, but we can use the stories anytime. Thank you, Kevin. And you said you can use your name with the story. We've got another Facebook user saying hi. So if you want to let us know who you are, feel free. If not, that's okay too. Oh, it's the age got- show. Oh, my our show is totally Gen X, man. Well, not really, because what we forget, right? And no, I mean, in the, just in our comment section. Yes, in our comment that we can see, because well, Dave went to his first staff meeting, and our network um, owner Joe loves to give us our numbers, which we love to hear too. And I, I have found out over the years, eighty percent of our audience is listeners. That's why I always remind people, like we see the comments and people in the chat see it, but people listening don't, right? And we hit every country in the world i don't know about our show but i probably quite a few because uh we this show's doing very well thanks to all of you so we really appreciate it uh yeah, so michelle's yeah. here from australia <laughs> welcome Hello, australia so you know what we right before we went on by the way it's uh which is weird. I was thinking about what we're going to talk about today and we were b- both really busy today and i know no excuse but we're not worried about that <laughs> but um, I, I thought this afternoon, I thought, well, I was, I was with my mother someplace and she, she was doing something. I was in the car and I thought, oh, geez, I should really, um, text Laura Lee and say if there's any uh, <laughs> thing she wants. And then I forgot about it. Then I just forgot. And yeah. then at like six thirty-six, I think it was, or something <laughs> like that. I sat down in my chair. I looked at my phone and I said, oh, okay. You better quick text. Uh, Laura Lee. And as I picked up my phone to do it, I go to text her and all of a sudden those little dots are moving on my screen. (laughs) And then when I I just voice texted what I was talking about and she's like, oh my God, that's what I was voice texting to talk to. She was writing. Exactly what we came up with. So, I mean, when you get, when psychics get around other psychics, I swear to God, it's just like, it just like you don't even have to talk anymore. <laughs> just yeah, like, I hear the twi- I kept hearing the Twilight Zone music as I was because this happens. I actually said this to Dave when he told me this in the message. I, I said, you know, I've been wondering this for a while. I think we've become telepathic. And then actually, I did say to you just what you just said, right? Yeah, and I know yeah. you agreed with me and probably was thinking at the same time. Get a bunch of psychics around. Yes, you don't even have to speak. So Michelle no. says, sorry, not for long, heading to work. Have a fantastic show. She's going to listen later. We're just so glad you popped in, Michelle. You have a yeah, great thank day you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And somebody yes. else, did somebody else pop in and I missed them? I don't think so. You got Kathy and you got okay. now because that's why I said I was going to start up a little bit higher. So you, I think we got everybody. Let's check Nicole's so- here. Nicole so Thomas you guys, Kelly. while we're talking, if you guys um, have anything you want to chit chat about, by all means, throw it in the comment section. Pretty much not too many things are off the table. So go for it. But anyway, we were, I had looked up, a, I wanted to, I looked up one thing I wanted to talk about. We we're going to talk about Halloween and fear and all this fun stuff. But I sent you that thing on Baba. What's her name? Not Baba Ganesh. I didn't get a chance to watch that because I, hi, Kristen. Now, you know, do you know who she is? So I she was, her and I have okay. seen 
stuff. Yeah. So her predictions, she was, she died, she passed away in 1996 or transition or whatever you want to call it in 1996. And she was a psychic. She went blind as a child. Um, I can't remember what accident it was. I had just watched it too. Um, but Oh, a tornado accident, actually a tornado. And she got blinded by something, but she was a psychic and she's been throughout the years on her visions, 80% accuracy. When anybody is about 80% or more, that's really good for psychics. Even 70% for psychics is a good number to be at. And then when you go up to 80, 85, whatever, but, um, I was watching it in, and this is my thing with predictions and psychics. I've given predictions before and I've been on a couple of prediction shows and so on and so forth. But I have to say, even if predictions are 80% accurate, what she had, I was, I went through the things that she predicted for 2023. And so, so in the next three months, in order for us to keep at the 80% accuracy, we have to be attacked by aliens because that was in there. That's not going to happen. Um, we have to be cloned, um, which probably is happening and we don't know about it. <laughs> I, I know it's happening. I will. Yeah. And like little jars and, and, um, there's some other things, but it's fun when I, I think what happens in predictions, if you fall into the mindset of that prediction and it's strong enough, like we always say, you create your world. So what you think is usually what can happen. So you might just push yourself into where that prediction's happening for uh, SITs and giggles, you know, maybe you'll do that. But I don't know if everything, I, I, I've never had a thing with predictions. I predicted a few things and I've come close. Like to yeah, but it never on the date. And I always say it's, it's not, it's kind of useless to predict things. Because the only thing, like the, the saving grace of that whole Baba thing that I watched, where scientists use those predictions for inspiration into what could be happening. And what they do is they watch and see if something's happening. So even if the prediction's wrong, it actually does assist the earth in preparing for something that may or may not happen or that very well could happen. Um, so I like have a theory. I have a theory. Like, like earthquakes? Yeah. Do you got a theory? Go ahead. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I'm going to read these two comments because I think they're important. So Kathy Hanlon Little says, tomorrow is the 1,317 years uh, since the end of the Knights Templar. Love the Knights Templar. And Annie uh, Seven says, good evening. I don't want to forget them. Jonathan, I will read mm -hmm. your comment about Suzanne Morphew in just a minute. Um, okay. So my theory is whatever we know as the hi um jackie lane says baba vanga thank you um well, thank you so um where was it going with this okay so with the aliens okay there we don't know i know what i was gonna say sorry i'm gonna start over so i figure with us being the peons i'm not calling us that but you know what i mean we're just the general public whatever we are shown or told about you can pretty well bet that behind the scenes, I'm not getting all conspiracy theorists on here, that they're, I, my theories are, I know Howie's agreed with this before, I think it was on the Angel Rock, though, they're 50 to 100 years ahead in technology. Oh, yeah. There is a cloning uh, facilities actually in Canada, I believe in Toronto. Um, the other <clears> thing <throat> with the alien thing, okay, now this is just a thought, okay, there is hologram technology. 
we know that they were able to do a whole concert with Michael Jackson with Hologram and being yeah. open about it as well as Tupac Sh Shakur and quite a few other people. So if that's what they're showing us, what if just, just a thought you want to manipulate something in a certain way, what if you make it look like there's aliens attacking, but they're not. That's really? the blue beam. That's the blue beam thing people are talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't um, project blue beam for me personally. I don't have any reason for me to believe in it. That doesn't mean it's not true. That's fair. Yeah. But I meant if it happened, like yeah, because you're looking at her as it pertains to the predictions is where I'm going with this. Okay? Yeah, I could I could see I could see people doing something ignorant like that. I really yes. could. It would not surprise me. Yes. It would not surprise me. Like yeah, I'm not, not saying it's going to happen or I believe. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, but it could happen. I mean, because she's so she was so accurate, right? Mm -hmm. And they sound pretty crazy. But what if she, like when she died, she didn't die recently, right? It was like, what, 15 years ago, maybe, was it? 96. Oh, 30 then. I was going to say that. I thought I'd exaggerate. Okay, so 30 no. years ago, we wouldn't. Wow, that was 30 years ago? <laughs> um, well, almost, 27. Because my kid's born in 95. So Holy goodness gracious. Okay, so if you think about it, right, maybe she just saw this but she wouldn't have been able to discern because we wouldn't even have thought of things like this, what we're talking That's, about today. That what, yeah. And you know what? You just made like the best point ever, Laura Lee, because okay, okay. <laughs> this is, this is, this is what I was thinking. I did about say that. hi, Christopher. Sorry. I did hi, say Christopher. what, what the one thing is that when people back then, when she did predict it, whenever that was, mm -hmm. was seeing things, we know as psychics and people who interpret for the other side, we're doing an interpretation. So yeah. if she has no prior knowledge of uh, alien race, but sees a certain thing to her, it may have appeared to look like an attack. Uh, well, so literally what she saw was a spaceship landing and people yeah. getting out going, hello, you yeah. know, we don't know. We don't know. So, so we have to take that in consideration because all yeah. the, all the people from even Nostradamus, all of them, if you look at the writings of things they predicted, um, we could literally take tons of those things and apply them to things be, and make them fit. And then there are some that that do fit. I mean, they do fit. There's no denying it. <laughs> I mean, okay, with Nostradamus, okay, for example. And remember at the time that he made the predictions that he did, and what people have to understand, especially if you're going to speak in code, especially mm -hmm. the language of back then, you can't expect people's minds to work to the point that to you work, have. exactly. Code. So the interesting thing, and again, I'm not saying I believe it or not, but I'm very open-minded. I have been listening to the um, audiobooks of the, I guess, with Dolores Cannon, believing mm -hmm. she has reached out through hypnosis through one of her subjects to have conversations with Nostradamus. Now, whether there's truth to it or not, I don't know. But what I found fascinating is the fact that what he wanted the world to see with what he had written in the times that it was and to have to be as careful as he was, he was getting so frustrated with where people had gone. When he see in his mind, and this is through this book, um, 
that's not even close to what he meant because you hear Nostradamus all this gloom and doom and prophecy yeah. and end of the world. He goes, no, that's not what I meant. Basically, I'm about yeah. eight or nine chapters, and it's fascinating to hear, like, to consider. And I wouldn't even have brought this up because you know I don't go conspiracy theory on this show, especially, yeah. but. You, maybe like you said that's the way she looked at her as Kathleen that's the way she saw it yeah, yeah the way because... she saw it so she yeah. could have been right for the time that she was in mm -hmm. even like I, I I say that just from being a medium um mm -hmm. and then I'm going to blow your mind in a minute because I thought about something okay. while I was I was chatting with them about something okay. that we, we have an ongoing chat about um but even like when I get stuff from the other side, um, what's a good, let me see if something that's really good. Oh, okay. So the other day, the other day I did a reading for a spirit that I actually know. I've done so many readings for this entire family. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And she, and I love her. I love her. I, I so wish that she was here today. I mean, well, she's with me whenever I want to, but I, mean, I wish she was here. I would have totally got along with this girl but anyway so i was talking to her mm -hmm. and then the family had asked if one of their grandmothers was there now it's funny how we get information so just how you know, I think I know what you're um, the first thing the the person the older person came in she for me they usually show up and let me see them or give me a description mm -hmm. which is odd but they do that but um she, I wanted to get her name for some reason because they just kept going on because they totally believe me. I've done so many readings. They don't even question me. And I and I like to be questioned. I still need the validation myself. I've got to have it or I just not comfortable. So I'm talking to a lady and I'm like trying to get her name. And I'm not, I knew it was an R, but then all of a sudden she started showing me um, florists, all kinds of things with florists and then all kinds of things with flowers. And I'm going, <laughs> I don't know your name. And I'm like, I'm like, why is she showing me this? And they're like, her name is Rosa. I'm like, oh God. Okay. I got Rose. That's what yeah, I was saying. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Rose and Rose wasn't working, but it was mm -hmm. Rosa. Now here's the big thing at the end. And this is just to show you how we get information and wh what it might mean to one person means something different for another. Mm -hmm. She was very adamant before she left me after she said, you know, her goodbyes or not her goodbyes, but I love you things. And, and said, remind them. They said, because I said, leave me with something good, please. I always say that when they leave. I said, can you leave me with something good? And then she said, okay, remind them that Christmas is a double celebration. It's an extra celebration. I said, okay. So that's what I heard. So I just went back to them and said, um, she says goodbye. And she says that she really wants you to celebrate. Uh, she really needs you to celebrate Christmas. And she was really adamant about that. And she goes, Oh my God, her birthday, it's Christmas. <laughs> and she's going on and on. So yeah. that's how she gave it to me. She didn't tell me her birthday was Christmas. She yeah. just made Chris. And when she said she wanted a double celebration, that's what she meant Christmas and her birthday. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got the information. I thought she just meant like a holiday to me, dude, holiday, but it wasn't. I, I don't know why, Dave, I, and you haven't told me this particular story that you were going to talk about another. I know what family you're referring to and yeah. you never give names or anything. It's just when it's a relevant story, like what you're yeah. sharing. 
because yeah. didn't we talk about this last night? For those of you just tuning in, I want to give a quick uh, shout out. We got Christopher James. We did say hi. I don't think you heard us. Andrea Reese is here. She said, good evening. Carol Doan Sloan. Hello from Sacramento, California. Hello. Welcome. But um, we talked about this last night because when Jonathan joined us, remember we were talking about what, uh, one versus one, 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 11, 11. Yep. And it was, I was getting that from spirit, what I was sharing, because it means one thing for you, one thing, one, for thing Jonathan, for one thing for me, but the thing is, right, and I got into about things like crystals and whatever, and yes, we use books as guidelines, but it's not hard and fast when we're dealing with this, this realm, if you will, right, because it's yeah. open to interpretation, and if you want the communication to be clear, I always, I'm, I'm throwing it out there now okay and committing to it i heard this from spirit i've been having a lot of people connecting asking me to work with mentoring we always do mentoring dave and i and i know dave mm -hmm. teaches a lot of classes i'm going to be teaching a class probably in the new year uh it's going to be probably a couple months um whether you're already spiritual or learning how to connect with it right but the thing is where i go i'm going with this is i i actually say to people if they're open to it if you want clear communication, your guides and your angels want that with you as well. So I often say to people until they're really confident and we're not, sometimes we don't always hear even us. Yeah. Like it's not a hundred percent. I always tell people when I have a reading, but my point is if you want to have um, open up like a little dictionary, if you will, and sit down with pen and paper and say, so every time I see, I always use something crazy, like a pickle, a pickle means to me, and then you put whatever, or every time I see a cloud, it means this to me, right? Spirit will use that with you to be able to better help you with communication. So if you're lucky, they don't know. They do a lot because I've done a lot. But then again, have you noticed this too? All of a sudden I'll get the same thing in every reading over and over and over. And I'll say it and I'll be like, I don't even, they just gave me the symbol. They're like, you better catch on quick kid. Cause this is your new symbol. I'm like, what? I don't oh, well, they're telling you. Yeah. Okay. I've talked. But, but I do. I do do stuff like you do. I always tell them I for birthdays. Yeah. For birthdays, they were doing something different. I'm like, could you just please show me balloons or something to signify a birthday? There you go. Okay. So there you yeah. go. And again, yeah. it, Dave's right. It's not hard and fast, but they're here to help assist you while you're here. Okay. That's yeah. why they are here. So anything that can further better that communication, but Dave, you're right. Like if they give you a symbol, but they tell you now they've given you a new symbol, whether you want it or not, but they're yeah. going to use it. You now know what that means. Right? Symbol is. Yeah. But you can, you can do it. You said too, because I used to have a book. Um, I went through with symbols. The one thing, how I went through it, uh, a long, long time ago, which was really quite interesting. And you guys can do this, but I was in a, I would get into very deep meditative states. Um, so I would, I would meditate. And as I was meditating, I'd have my pen and paper and I would be cognizant during my meditation. If that mm -hmm. makes sense to you, I would still, yeah. okay. So I would sit there. I would just, everything would be slowed down. If like you put your hand on my chest, you'd be like, he has no heartbeat. No, he does. It's just no, really He's <laughs> super calm at this point. But I would just say a word of emotions and, and I told them, let's, I wanted some symbols and I yeah. said stuff and then they would show me a symbol for it. That's how I did it. So instead of giving the symbol, like you can, you can, you I can only nail on the head. I got, I'm sorry to cut, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I wanted yeah. to really point this out because I think you said something very important. They, they are giving you the symbol when you're asking the question. 
right? Yeah. Like, so it works both ways. But yeah, but you can do it like you said, too. You can say, I need this as my symbol because I've done but that. That's somebody me. new. That's that's where I was just yeah. going to go with this. You can already hear your guides and your angels yeah. on the other side. For people that can't just yet, we can all do it, but it's like a muscle. And we got to build it. That's what I should have clarified. That's where we need to... Um, I think clarify is in the beginning to be able to um, start and facilitate that communication. It is. And I feel like, like love that symbol of love, you guys, I like a lot of people, if they, if they're trying to uh, in visually trying to get love as a symbol, a lot of people will see hearts or they'll see stuff like that. When I ask for my symbol, angel, if you got that curtain, Okay, yeah. so, so my dad was getting ready to climb my curtain. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I when I was asking for the symbol of love, because usually when I get love, I would just hear that I love them or whatever, and I got it. But there's other things that needed that that word, okay? And I asked, I said, can you show me love? And when they showed me what they showed me, I'm like, really? That's love? And then they like showed me again and they're like, involve yourself in the vision. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally get it. My symbol for love is they'll show somebody or something or whomever I'm talking to that they have love for. They'll put them in the middle of a huge boulder in the middle of the ocean. And the sky will just, the sky starts to look really weird, but colorful. And you'll see a giant wave, tidal wave start to come. That is my symbol for love. Now you ask, that's weird. That seems scary. It's not because in the in the vision, I'm never scared. Nobody's ever scared. And you can feel the awe of seeing this giant thing just encompassing you. It's bigger than life. It's every it's the it's the most amazing thing. And that's how much love that these people are expressing for you. So that's why they gave me that symbol. I don't just see like Oh, they love you. I saw hearts. I see like. Yeah, but you're kind of past that be beginner stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're in the beginning, it's going to be just like you said. It's just usually. kind of open like, that door. Because, for example, okay, for me, mediumship is a newer one of my gifts. And I've mm -hmm. talked about this often on this show and the other one. And in the beginning, what I had a hard time with was telling what side of the family somebody's coming through from, like his <laughs> grandparent or great-grandparents. So what I use for myself, and I've asked Spirit to do so, it's like it's a waiting room. And um, that there's like, for me, I'm very visual. So I actually see a pink or a blue. So I know pink, it's from mom's side, blue, it's for the other side. But that's just for me. Like, everybody's oh, yeah. different, right? What were you going to say, Dave? Go ahead. I was going to say, and it's weird, too. It depends. Like I tell you, um, spirits, or ghosts, or whatever you want to talk about, they work with us. So even if you're in a haunted house wanting to talk to a ghost, they'll work with you. But you can't sit here and go... Why did you kill everybody, you demon? You know, you, they're not going to respond. I, yeah. I, I think that if you have an actual conversation with a ghost, I think it will respond. Um, I'm going to read some of these comments. and that we Oh, have yeah, go question. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you we know, have sorry. a really good question. And Jonathan, I'm not going to forget about you because I think this is cool because Jonathan, he mentioned something about a clone, but he also about somebody else. He, I love what Jonathan does with uh, ITC or intertrans communication. I think he has a real gift with it and he helps to use it with cold cases or people that are missing and things like that. And he's talking about quickly. Uh, I'm going to go back here. Sorry, Jonathan. Um, I know her name. 
Suzanne Morfu. So I will get to that eventually, Jonathan. So anyways, where I'm going with this is, Zizan Dragon says, Yes, I agree. To me, five means spiritual connection and 555 is my grandfather, whereas 1111 to me means good things are coming and always do. For me, it's confirmation that I'm on the right track. Things are going the way they're supposed to be going. But everybody will have, you know what really freaked me out, Dave? Quickly, I got to tell you that before I read the rest of this. I ended up meeting somebody, not by choice. They connected with me and they were really into dark things. Mm-hmm. and they were starting a new group and they wanted me to join and I was kind of like mm-hmm, no and then they went on and on about how evil 1111 is and it's a sign of demonic blah 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 and I'm like what the heck and I'm going <laughs> a new meaning to something no I'm going what the heck is this chick talking about so I look it up sure enough should you choose to believe that it's negative, you can find all kinds of horrific interpretations of 1111. Yeah. And I, it shocked me. I'd always seen it. I, wonder, I suppose if we want to really dive into that, we'd have to look at the dates or the times that they were written. Because I know what's really funny, you know what a lot of people don't know? You know, these angel numbers, not like yeah. the three three 333s and all that, but like 1111 and all that and 777 and 333 and 555, those go back hundreds of thousands of years. The definitions to those go back a long time ago. So, and then I mean, definitions, we we do need to change as a species over time. So we do adapt different things. If we don't, if we don't change, the world just goes stagnant. So you have I to change. I just found it weird though, because I never heard that, right? Being really? I, got, I never did either, but the, I, I find it interesting. I was absolutely horrified. And then I remember having a conversation with my guides about this. Like I kept thinking, like I remember asking, how could it just be so opposite? Like, like that, you know, and I've never met anybody that had said this to me before. Did they say it was a portal though, or like it was from hell or something? Oh yeah. It's a connection to demons and, and hell. And and even in the angelic thing of 11, 11, 11, 11 is a portal. So 11, I guess it all depends on how you want to see that portal. That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. That's what spirit gave me was it's all where it basically where attention flows. They said, basically that's where life. Yeah. That's where it goes. You know, it's true because even when I tell people, like, I don't, I don't, subscribe and the whole demon curse thing and all that do i know that there's stuff out there that isn't positive absolutely all over in in this world oh god you can think up all kinds of demons and monsters you're all good but i just what i try to tell people they don't believe i'm like as you go all the way over where you're going that doesn't exist anymore but it does but yeah but there's a lot of stuff that exists here and it's just what playground you want to play on and it's okay, totally cool. there you go. That's kind of what spirit showed me where you put yeah. your attention. And again, let's go back to a saying I always say, and it's not mine, it's from spirit. What yeah. we perceive becomes what we believe and it becomes our yeah. reality. And yeah. that's exactly what it is. So we got Brandy Reader here. Hello, everyone. Hey, and then, okay, so I want to agree with um, Kevin and then Kathy, I'm going to read and then I'm going to go back up to Nicole's comment. So she says, are Kevin says, or Season Dragon, Friday the 13th is lucky to me, and it is in our house, too. I can't wait till tomorrow. Can't wait. What do you think? Friday the 13th? Uh, See, I now see, there's one. 
three, 13 is a lucky number for me. Yeah. So that's because I look at the three and one as the property of four, which is the divine mm -hmm. number. So, and so Friday the 13th to me is a lovely thing. So I like mm -hmm. Friday the 13th, whether it's spooky or not. So I do I. I'm excited because about it tomorrow. Even my guides know I like a little spookiness. Otherwise they wouldn't hold, they'd hold it all back. And they don't. I get some spooky, some spooky, spooky. Um, Kathy uh, Hanley Little had said something earlier. We were talking about it. It's, it all depends. Um, you're, we're, what we were talking about, it does all depend on our interpretation. And she says that um, to me, 1111 is a divine number. And I, and, I, and I also see it as a divine number. My mind can't comprehend it any other way, but that doesn't mean that there isn't another way. It's just my mind's not comprehending it another way. So Sandra says, what you seek, ye shall surely find. Therefore, look for the good or the bad in the symbol. You will find it. And then she just yep. said what you said in numerology. I want to go back to Nicole's comment, if that's okay. So um, what she says is, how can you practice getting messages? Is it better to practice with people you don't know or people you do know? I'm going to stop right there. You want to answer that one, Dave, or shall I? We'll both probably have a similar answer. Go ahead people you don't know. <laughs> and the reason why is, and I always tell people this and bless their hearts, because they'll want to tell me that exactly why they're booking a reading and why they're coming and all about the person say they want to connect with or whatever. And I keep, and I tell them, please don't tell me anything. I just want to know why you're here. I, I say, yeah, I say to any spiritual person, and even if you're just practicing this, or even if you want to get a little bit more involved in stuff in you, um, if you're practicing, yeah, in the begin very beginning, if you want to practice on a friend to just, you know, do like some Zen or stuff, or is it blue? Or ask a friend who has like, a friend that's open yeah, to it. Because... Like, but if you're mediumship wise, you don't want to practice on someone you know. And if you do practice on someone, no, you got to tell them that they can't lie to you because part of being a medium, the hardest part about starting to be a medium is the validations when it, it's like, you know, you're getting stuff and people aren't validating it. And there's a lot of people who do get stuff that have to work on their interpretation. Because like we talked about earlier, I know people who have, I've done where they were sitting next to me and we did double readings. I used to invite um, uh, one of the groups I had a long time ago for people who are practicing being mediumship, I would do a live with them and we would read the person together. And, and cause I can do a good practice too. So I can dual connect and, and a lot of mediums can, um, we don't always like to, but, but we'll do connect, which means we're both going to pick up on the same spirit. The only difference is they're going to get a, a, they might get a slightly different personality trait of the spirit than I would. Mm -hmm. Um, but Usually I hear them say stuff and then people are going, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I'll stop. And go, That's I the I hardest thing. Okay. Yeah. For me and that then I I'll go, hold on just a minute. She had it right. And I'll read I read all I needed to do is turn around two words and say, da, 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 da. And they're like, Oh yeah, I know what that is. Oh, okay. Dave, this must happen to you too, though. Yeah. I know it happens to a lot of people do mediumship myself included. And this is the hardest thing to get over. Okay. Because first of all, it's really hard when you receive information and it doesn't make any sense to you. And you have to remind yourself that it's not for you. You're just basically the mailman, whatever you want to call it. Right. That's the way I look at it. And when you give it to the other person, right. They'll say, I have no idea what you're talking about. That makes no sense at all. 
And then I'll always say to them, okay, well, just, just tuck that away because it may make some sense invariably, invariably within the next usually day or oh, two. Oh, yeah, they're calling you back. I know what that means. I know yeah. exactly what that means. <laughs> I always tell people, in the beginning of my readings, I usually always tell people, I'm going to tell you everything. That's that what I, I say too. Everything. Yeah. Whether it may, whether it makes sense to you or not, because because who knows? And then a lot of people you don't have to realize, and and, and I don't care what anybody says. Nobody summons anything. Um, <laughs> it things come on their own on their own free will because we don't lose free will. Therefore, there is no energy that can pull you in and make you do something. But most ghosts, I can tell you from the ghost hunts I do, most ghosts want to be there. So don't think that they're trying to avoid you. It's mm -hmm. just, they want to listen. They, I mean, I think that they're still have a mind like you do. They just might not have a body, but I think most of them, that's why I tell people, be careful how you talk to something because, you know, and sometimes even for paranormal people who go out there and scream at ghosts, so they'll scream and do talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Remember this, that spirit at some time could have been somebody's mother, father, daughter, best friend, lover, could have been a very beautiful thing. And, you know, and yeah, they did something bad now, but you don't know that for sure. You've, you've walked into a house after hearing a few things and 10 minutes later, you're going, why did you hear yourself, you dirty demon? You know, you're like, what? If somebody walked into my house and did that, I would totally shut up too. I wouldn't say damn. I'd, I'd be like, you're going to have the worst time in this place today. Like the other I mean, thing I always say is yeah. for whatever reason, somebody has decided to stay earthbound. Okay. Cause you make that choice. Sometimes you, there's, I've run into people that don't realize that they passed, but the thing is, say if you use that example, somebody doesn't realize they passed, maybe they got hit by a bus really quickly, whatever it may be. Okay. Yeah. And you go back to your house. And I've run into a few people, actually one case I worked on was like this, a person didn't know they had passed, but just say you're, you move into a new house. You don't yeah. know that there's somebody staying. This is for people listening. I know you'll get this day, but for, um, and then you move into a new house. We hear this about often in the paranormal world, right? And things seem fine. Sometimes it happens right away. Sometimes it sort of slowly starts to get worse and worse. But you start hearing knocks and you start seeing things like all kinds of crazy stuff. Then ruled out it's not, you know, EMF coming from the house wires or outlets or whatever. You realize there's, there's something paranormal going on. And then people invariably always say, after they do renovations, things get really crazy. So what if you have somebody earthbound that really, for whatever reason, either doesn't realize they passed or they don't want to leave their house. They love their house. That's their house. What are these strangers doing in my house? But you can't hear them. You can't see them. What would you do if you were in that, that spirit situation? What would you do to make somebody leave? You see why you can't just jump to that everything's demonic, right? Yeah, we can't <laughs> jump to everything. And that's, and there's another thing to you, and I brought this up a long time ago, but I'll, it's worth saying it again. Sometimes when people think something's haunted or your house is haunted, remember this. There are worlds right next to our world. We could be a ghost to somebody else. And why we're going, who is that over there? There's somebody that's in a normal house or a world just like this one going, Bob, did you hear that? I heard something. <laughs> I love it. It sounded like two <laughs> people like getting the thing, the thing at the foot, the thing at the foot of the bed or something. It's really weird. You know, they could be listening or don't to us. Walk in and say, you know, you're dead, right? Or how'd you die? 
because yeah. I've run into spirits and other people I know have too. And you'll invariably get back, say you're doing ITC or ghost box or something. And they'll say, no, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. Most spirits will tell you we're not dead. You are. Because mm -hmm. you know what? If somebody would have walked up to me where I was and I would have said, David, you're dead. I would have been like, you know, no, I'm not. You are. <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> I'm back home. I'm back home. You're the freak. Get on my face. You know, yeah. I say that with love and love and light. Love and light. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta throw in the word love and light after you. Love and light. She said, "Get out, freak." Yeah, yeah. get out, freak. Love and light. Um, Sandra or oh, Brandy. I mean, yeah. Uh, um, Brandy's one up there. Um, what? Do you Brandy want to read that one or the one above it? Brandy drives me crazy. Brandy. Um, so Brandy Reader said it drives me crazy when people think that spirits are oh, stuck yes. and have to help them cross over. I know. I mean, I I don't know how I feel about that whole thing. I have never, I mean, maybe somebody else have. I have never in, I've been into it. Yeah. I've, I've in, in a half a century, I've never had a a spirit say to me, I'm stuck. What do I do next? Well, see that angel behind you and that big white light? Go over there. <laughs> That's, okay, you know, let's read it for people listening. So Brandy says, drives me crazy when people think that spirits are stuck and they have to help them cross over. So I have actually run into this with somebody um, in a group I used to be in. And they're quite a gifted medium. And they were kicked out of their paranormal group. And the reason why they were was they weren't running around saying, I got to cross this person or I got to cross this person or I got to whatever. They feel with the communication that they have that this individual was stuck, didn't realize what to do, and they wanted to be able to help. Oh, now, yeah. Okay, now that's 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 a little different. So, But they didn't want them that, to because they're, they're the other people in the group, just to add to the other part, were upset because if you cross all the spirits over, this will no longer be a good place to investigate. Now that upset me because if somebody wanted some right. help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now that's what, that's what was one thing she was saying that um, now that medium or whatever was saying, okay, well, the, this spirit needs some help. Yeah. Because the spirit was obviously asking for help. So it doesn't mean the spirit's stuck. The spirit's like, I can't find where I'm supposed to go. Can you yeah. see anything? And maybe the medium goes, yeah, let me help you out. Because here's the deal. Just because you're a ghost and something else doesn't mean that you're just in some blackness and everything's going around. Things might look exactly like it does right now. And you're wondering why there's no people around you. Why do you, there's no wind, there's no birds, there's no nothing. You're just in a house. What the hell is this? They might just be... Um, it's not the word stuck because nobody is truly stuck, but there are people who just who need some guidance or assistance. need some guidance or, and that could be built in. And I thought about this, that maybe is built into an experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody may go, I'm going to not be able to make it over for some reason. I'm going to hold on to this in order to teach this person in life how to help a spirit like yeah. this because actually helping out a spirit that you don't know whether a medium or not or a paranormal investigator helping a spirit out is still what are you doing you're showing love for yeah. another being well they and had a conversation with me about this they were heartbroken and i think i was the one that sort of pointed out to them you know you seem to have some pretty powerful mediumship abilities and they hadn't realized it they were very psychic and it's actually the group that shall remain 
we should just call the Voldemort group, remain unnamed, that I know you from originally. And I had quite a conversation with them and they were heartbroken about this because Howie's going, what the F? And I agree, Howie, that's exactly what I said. What a selfish thing. And I'm trying not to be judgmental here, but why would you not allow, um, you kick a medium out of your group and this person was very sweet, really, really sweet person. So I know that they weren't doing something shady or whatever yeah. and kick them out. You no, know, for people listening to that, they would kick them out of the group because they wanted to help. And there, that was the reason they were given. If, if you cross over all the spirits or show them how to leave, then we won't have anything left to investigate in these places. Which, which just goes to show the people doing the investigating aren't very good at investigating because of the fact is this, whether those spirits cross over or not, they're all going to still have their same experience because another one I will step know. in. Like so I don't understand what they're spirits yes. nobody else can come in they'll never be yes. another so what because you, you told the spirit to leave your house no nobody will come visit our inn dude if not even that spirit wanted to be there close your dang inn because it sucks you know it's it's like no 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 and i and i think it's the same thing too um i thanks whoever left or if you're saying goodbye to us jonathan um jonathan's going is he leaving us? Let's see. Do we miss and him? And then, like what Brandy said, residual energy will stay on. That's always going to be there. Are you leaving, John? If you're leaving, let us know. We weren't sure what you meant by that comment, or somebody's leaving and we missed them. So hopefully we didn't. So, anyways, because I was just going to highlight John's comment because he said that's what I do, and he does to try and help people cross over as well if they need some assistance, right? You got the person's got to ask you though, like if you can communicate and let you know that they're, you know, because I get what Brandy yeah. was saying to you. If a spirit, if if I were to sit here and I literally heard in my ear, could I get some assistance or something like yeah. that? I would say absolutely. absolutely. What can I do? How? Let's figure this out together and we'll do it. Yeah. Um. But but there are there are people, and I do know a couple of them who oh, exactly. I don't I don't know, but according to them. According to them, there must be 30 billion stuck spirits because it's like, oh, I've got to go to this house tonight and that house tomorrow and this yeah, house. I'm like, I'm like I, no, not at this point. I can see there being a problem once in a blue moon, but some of these people who are always finding those every house they go. That I know exactly what you're talking every about. Every house they go into. Yep. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. No, and you can offer, and if so, you've got that much of an open communication, but like I said, you you just don't walk in there expecting to cross everybody over either. I get that. So it's Sandra that has to go to bowling. She says, I got to go to bowling. Oh. I don't know if Jonathan left us or not. He might have left us. I'm not sure. So we got everybody say night to Sandra. Well, have fun bowling, Sandra. If Jonathan left, I feel bad because I didn't see him say that he was leaving. I hope he didn't leave because we were getting to your comment there eventually because I wanted to go to Kathy's as well. Oh, Sandra, let's have, this is a comment to add to the conversation. Sandra said, or a confused spirit. I have encountered an, a confused I have spirit. encountered a confused. Yeah. yeah, I have heard that. Yes. And it's, and it is um, some people depending. I, I've had a lot of spirits that I talked to if they had some who had um, maybe they like suffered with like Alzheimer dementia or a mental oh, yeah. illness for years and years and years. Sometimes 
when you first leave here, everything isn't immediately fixed. You're mm -hmm. still you, you're still this. So sometimes some of those people might be in that area and go, wait, mm -hmm. I don't understand this. And that could happen. And usually though, from what I know, cause all I was telling me, Oh, so-and-so came and collected me. Um, I sat there. I didn't know. It took me a while. I walked around the room. I tried to say hi to everybody. Nobody was listening. And it wasn't until my mother came and I was like, okay, gotcha. Because it's the same thing. I suppose if a spirit can't get to a spirit, a spirit over there might be counting on us to go ahead and help instead. I have heard too, believe it or mm -hmm. not. And I trust this person that is a medium. They're the type of person. I know they don't do this. And it's the same thing I would say about you, David, is if they gave me the lottery numbers tonight, I'd run out and buy a ticket. Okay. And yeah. they don't normally work in the paranormal, but they happen to be going around teaching, traveling all over the world before the last three years. And they were invited to go to a paranormal investigation, actually out east in Canada. And they went to this really old pub. They said they had never seen anything like this before. The way they describe it is it, they said that, I don't know if it was a water creature, whatever it was in the movie, I think the deep or the abyss or something like just sort of swirling like that. And she said that what it had done, it had actually trapped people's spirits in the basement because it needed something to feed on. So that um, the reason I'm bringing that up and why I highlighted Jonathan's comment too, to kind of go along with this topic. So she could communicate, like she found out from the spirits and she found out from this entity, but she said, that's not my field of expertise. So the reason why they were going to call in and I don't know, it could have been a rescue medium, could have been somebody like that was to help this entity go back to wherever it needed to go. And then these people could cross over. So again, they don't normally talk about these kind of things. It was a very unique experience they had, and I believe them. So yeah. I, I don't it. even I don't even know where they came from. Rescue mediums. I mean, nothing against the work because everybody's got a different type of work they do for whatever. Is that, that is that coming from Europe? That was not coming. It's, it's not coming from like the spiritualists, like in England and all that, because I, I don't think because they don't. They a lot of them, not all, but I've heard many of like their big time people, the international ones from years ago used to um, one of them was he was talking about why do people call themselves um, a clairvoyant medium? And I in, do because you know why? Because I have had a, I have had, I'm going to add this point right now because I was counseled by numerous people. I used to just say psychic medium mm -hmm. and they told me to drop actually the psychic, but I want to hear what your thoughts are on this because I, I don't know. Well, oh, I don't really have, for me, I don't have a preference. I kind of disagreed with the guy a little bit because of the fact that, because some people, because it, it like, it depends on where you live and it depends. I should on actually call myself a clairaudient medium because yeah, I'm not a yeah. very strong clairaudient versus. Well, in, in, in that kind of spiritualism, they speak about, like they're not only just speaking to the other side, they would be associating themselves with the other side. He said that then if you are a clairaudient, he's, he was saying that if you're a clairvoyant medium, that means you would be seeing the other side, something I don't know. But I say here in America, this is how I look at it. If somebody says they're a clairvoyant medium to me, I'm going to assume that they get most of their messages through their vision. So that's what that means to me. Okay. 
Uh, but you can be a clairvoyant psychic though too, which means you can you would get that kind of vision or impression from that. I call myself a spiritual medium because I don't think there I isn't like a that term better. And I think I should evolve it to that because that's yeah. what it is, because I get my information in so many different ways. I'm going to add this very quickly for people who are just, you know, maybe newly delving into this here. Like, you know, Nicole asked some great questions, for example. Um, the biggest shock for me with mediumship was that because I'm so clairaudient, I, I have other senses that sometimes I will see things, sometimes I will, you know, there's many other senses, you know, touch and all kinds of things. But with mediumship, it was like going to a different country. And the reason why is because not everybody uses clairaudience. Not everybody uses clairvoyance. Sometimes it's energy I'll get. Sometimes it's a feeling. Sometimes it's a smell. Sometimes it's a color. Like I could go on and on and on. But that was the biggest shock for me, which was very close-minded. Because for me to assume that all I was ever going to do was hear. You yeah, see no. Because that, that was, that's the way mine was when I was younger. Um, I... I didn't start seeing it within till I was a little older. When I was a kid, mm -hmm. I would just see it outside myself or I hear it or I'd be physical. Um, but the reason like I had started doing spiritual medium when people started talking to me, I studied most of the mediums that I that I studied and the mediumship that I studied is the stuff not that came out of America, but the stuff that came out of the Euro Europe or European countries. Mm -hmm. That's where I studied from. Theirs is a little different than ours. And, and frankly, I just vibe with it more. Not that anyone is right or wrong. I just vibe with it. I'm, I'm changing that because I like, I, I'm. Yeah, so they have spiritualist churches. And when they say yeah. spiritual medium or spirit medium or spiritualist medium, it means that we are speaking with the spirit. So a lot of people ask, Ask me, can can you do some? I, I don't call myself a psychic medium. The reason I don't call That's myself, <laughs> yeah. The reason I this is why I don't call myself a psychic medium. Probably ninety five percent of the time, unless I'm using cards, all my stuff comes in direct. So I don't see the future like they show me stuff. Literally, I'm mediumshiply talking to guides, consciousnesses, and everything else that are feeding me back the information. Mm -hmm. So I'm not getting it psychically. Psychically would be if I go, the phone's ringing. I bet it's mom. And then I pick it up. Oh, hi, mom. It is you. That to me is psychic. Now, if I were to hear the phone ring and my guide went, Dave, it's your mom calling and be like, thanks, Samir. And then I'll go and answer the phone. <laughs> that, that is mediumship. That's, that's spiritual mediumship. So, and I believe of the spirit. So in spiritualist, in spiritualist mediums too, you'll find a lot of them don't believe or don't, not that they don't believe, they don't play in the scary parts. Now, here's the weird thing. There's, there's this Lynn Redgrave. She's a Lynn Lynn Grave, I'll, I'm going to find it for you guys to watch her. She's a spiritualist medium who works at a church. So she's a, she's a Christian medium, okay? Now, the funny thing is where she is in her part of the country, they do table tipping and they have it on. They have it on live. You can watch it. And tables are moving. They're just putting their hands on the tables, moving all over the place and going. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So everybody else, they're like, oh, that's that's uh, demons. And that's a de and it's like, no, these people are talking. That's how they're communicating with some of their friends by moving the tables around instead of getting I've and they're that. proving it to everybody. So it all depends on where you lie in the spectrum. I think in spirituality, 
I think spirituality is a very, very, very big gray area. And, and, and you know what? I kind of like it like that. And the reason is, cause like I said, things are ever changing and, and spirits bringing up, I've been doing stuff now that I did not know how to do 30 years ago. Cause it's new. So then they taught me, you know what I mean? New stuff coming into our planet. We are getting spoon fed information as we go along through our lives. There's so much none of us know, but every once in a while, they give us a little bit. Okay. So I'm going to read, I don't know if Jonathan's still here or not, because I think this kind of goes along with sort of what he was talking about. And I know Kevin was mentioning, he, he said, I'm like that. I get a variety of methods when connecting, sensing, or communicating with spirits or with guides too. And how he said manifested energy through spirit. And I mean, I've never really thought that deep about it. I just know that yeah, I no. guess I really do receive most of my information. Not always, so sometimes I do actually. And so do you, David. You pick up stuff psychically. I pick up psych- psychically. Yeah. Because you and I, just before the show, you're yeah. about to. Oh message no! Me. Oh I'm no! I'm not. I am not saying I don't get stuff psychically. We pick I'm up just stuff saying, psychically too. Yeah, for the most part, it's usually a guide shouting something. I, that's true. That is true too. But I yeah. wanted to read Jonathan's. Um, He's probably, like I said, maybe got tired of us. He put some comments <laughs> to, get to, yeah. his, to his uh, points. He said, um, they found Suzanne Morphew's body. So for those of you that, that don't know, I do follow True Crime. Jonathan does. He uses his gifts. And he really is quite gifted with ITC. Him and I worked um, not on air, but we did the Estes method, which is one person covers their and how he will correct me, you know, he will, I'll get this screwed up probably, but you can't hear, you have noise canceling he- uh, headphones on and um, you have your eyes closed and the other person asks questions, which was me. And it was when that escaped convict in the U S was missing uh, Danilo Cavalcante. And I know oh. that Jonathan before that actually pinpointed exactly where he was and our big thing was like how what are we going to do call that call call into uh that that place he's over in colorado it was i think it was in pennsylvania yeah. so how are you going to call in and say you know where the guy is uh the spirits told me and then dave had a great point he goes there is an anonymous tip line so he had <laughs> he had moved this guy so we said let's try the estes method but i warned jonathan that you may get some weird things I'm just telling you when you do stuff with me and um, he did actually, we were asking, where is this guy and what have you? So what happens is Jonathan's listening to the ghost box, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm asking questions and then he repeats what he hears. So that, and then you don't know what's going on until afterwards. You compare notes for people. I know Dave knows all this. It'll be Brandy as well. And I how know that. Randy does too. I think Randy does. Yeah, I just said Randy and you, and there's yeah. quite a few that probably do. So, anyways, it no matter what would happen, I would wait like sometimes 10, 15 seconds. It whenever I'd go to talk, something would come through the ghost box. So there was something really relevant. And I remember I said, Do you I'm so sorry? I said I spoke at the same time. Could you please repeat what you said? And I swear to God, what came through the spirit box was F off to me. <laughs> what ended the session was that um i forget what the question was and i seen jonathan go oh no 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 uh uh, no way no uh uh i said what did you hear he goes i am the devil 
And I go, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, because I do get weird, creepy stuff. I don't know if it's from oh. my previous home or whatever. Anyways, I go, what did it sound like? I said, I'm not trying to be morbid. And this is when I couldn't stop laughing. I'm not laughing disrespectfully, but it's good to use humor. Yeah. Is, uh, he goes, he sounded like Bill Maher, <laughs> the comedian. Bill Maher. <laughs> Everybody knows that evil Bill Maher voice. That evil Bill, no, it was just, could you imagine Bill's, Bill Maher's voice saying that? He goes, nope, that's when I ended it. But interesting session. Could, how do we, yeah, like I said. I so don't anyways, know. I was going to get to Suzanne. So he uses his gifts to try and help locate. We I've talked about Alan Greenberg's case many times. I'm going to give my favorite true crime uh, YouTube channels a shout out. That is uh, Grizzly True Crime with Gisela Kay. She is from South Africa and broadcasts out of the Netherlands. And she is incredible. As well as surviving the survivor with Joel, who I always forget his name when I'm going to say it. Um, he used to work for ABC and Fox, and now he does a true crime podcast and is hashtag as best guests. And he really does have incredible guests on there. But the reason why I like these two channels, really great audience. Never mind that the hosts are very empathetic, very kind, um, very loving, and they focus on the victims and families of these crimes and they stick to only true facts. There's no, you know, garbage I read in the Inquirer type of things. Yeah. Yeah, so I really, really do like both of them. So they were talking about this case, and this woman had been missing. They couldn't find her body. But what Jonathan said was, her name is Suzanne Morphew. They found her body, but he Jonathan says he contacted Suzanne through ITC or Intertrans Communication, and a bunch of weird stuff during the session. He said he's going to try to contact her again next Tuesday um, at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time because he does do. Um, this live on his JK 47 page. So guys check him out because you'd be surprised what comes through. Yeah. And you know, if people want to do stuff like that, I actually think it's a good idea because if you were a spirit on the other side there, you, you don't have just one form of way to get in here. And the more people do that, because I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't show up on it. Okay. Howie asked a question. I just saw that. Howie, sorry. Do you want to read it? Or you want me to read it? Go ahead. Okay, so Howie says, thoughts or question, what if we experience a spirit or entity with memory loss? Did you just cover that? I was with the customer. Yeah, I guess we kind of did. Like we said, if, um, you know, maybe you passed away and you had dementia or oh, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, and it's hard to say because I've talked to spirits who told me, I mean, literally told me when I was talking to their family, it took, it took them a minute before they went over. Um, they had a little bit of confusion, but for the most part, I have to say the largest quantity of spirits I talked to were like, well, I, I realized I was gone now. I see my body. I'm standing around. And then um, the next thing you know, it's somebody was there to collect them. It, be it, be it a guide, an angel, a light, whatever. And, and then they just went off and they were, they're, they're just fine. Um, but there are also those that are in that state of mind right after death. And it was like, they could have had like, I mean, really bad, bad life, you know, maybe were abused constantly and, and ill, mentally ill or something. Those spirits are literally taken by the hand and walked right to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And that's what I find too. Yeah, and then they're taken care of. So yeah. that's why it's hard for me. It's hard for me when I, whenever I say there's like rescues and all that, I do understand 
the concept behind it because like I said, I don't, I haven't seen everything. I haven't, but the, the biggest concept in my mind is the agreement of things being done in order to have this experience. But and I don't think, okay, just let's go there. We have a question from Jane and then how I'm, unless I'm not sure if you know what he means by this. What if the spirit has an energy hiccup? I'm not quite sure what that means. I'm not quite sure what that means. Okay, good. So you might have to, I didn't, I didn't know if you'd know, but I'm not quite sure. Where was I going with it? Okay. So with a rescue medium. Okay. I, I don't use that term normally. And I think what they meant by that was somebody that was well, and, and they kind of did explain it. Somebody that was more well-versed with dealing with something negative and removing it is where they were going with this. But okay. So Okay. So, but a rescue medium, if you think about it, is kind of a misnomer because we have free will. So it's not like you're going to force anything. Like, I understand if it's negative, maybe I, like, I don't like to work in that realm. I, it's not my expertise. No, it's not my thing. So, but the thing is, say it's a human be you know, human spirit that was here and is, is earthbound. Just as you have free will in the, on this earthly plane, you have it in the afterlife should you choose not to cross. So you're not really going to force somebody to cross over if they don't want to. Want to. I, Some I people might not want to. It's mm -hmm. so, like I said before, I had asked and I can't get a clear answer. And I had asked, do some people contract to be a ghost? Mm -hmm. You know, is that part of your life contract? You know, I don't know. Um, so I know Brandy and, says I would assume uh, an energy hiccup would be similar to a blackout. But to me, a blackout. Would that not be similar to like memory loss well, though? This is from what I know, from what okay. I know. And I'm going to say, I probably have a 99.9% .9 belief in it. And that 1% of the belief, that little percentage I don't believe is only because I have to admit that I don't know everything. But once I you leave the physical body, there's no ailments. I know. Now, the ailment you could have, though, still when you leave the body is a mental ailment because your consciousness or so, the energy of what the you're energy doing. of something. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. I agree with you on that. Or the energy is just what you're taking with you where you are. Same what reason you why you carry things from past lives at times that no longer serve us. And and I. I'm not an expert in this field either, but uh, say phobias or certain things. And one of my friend's um, husbands does past and future life regressions. And I've seen it happen numerous times. I've had a few sessions with him myself where, and he kind of explains why it sort of works and why we carry these type of things or we can with us. And I've seen it happen. Like people that are deathly, deathly, deathly claustrophobic or afraid of a snake or anything like that and have a session and then it's gone once yeah, it gone. and his theory to oversimplify it is you know he was what he uses is you know you're in your bedroom at night there's a really rain, bad brainstorm going on you hear all this rattling and stuff going on outside you're terrified you're hiding under your covers right thinking what is that get up in the morning and you go out to your car to go to work and you look over and you start cursing out your neighbor because he went and bought all these brand new metal garbage cans you didn't know about right that's mm -hmm. what the noise was you figure it out so you go to bed the next night and the storm is still continuing say so that happens right you hear all that noise again 
is it going to terrify you and wake you up and everything? You probably may wake up and go, oh, crap, there's my crappy neighbor's garbage cans again and go back to sleep because you know what it is. And that's the way he explains it about. Um, I think that's what most, most of the fear is once we know what the fear is. That's exactly so what he says. Once we know what it is and it no longer serves us, you can release it. Yeah. Now there are some fears we actually need as human beings. If you see a, if you see a, if you walk outside to go to your car tomorrow morning and you see a large hippo or a lion across the street looking at you, get in your car, fear it. I'm not talking <laughs> about that kind of fear. I'm talking about like phobias, though, or you know, like he's he's been on my show quite a few times, and he's talked about like people that can't stand having anything around their neck or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah. And he's talking about like people say, I don't know why I don't like what I don't like. I don't know why I'm claustrophobic. I don't know why I'm this. He said, and it made a lot of sense. He's written quite a few books on it with case studies and things. And it makes sense. Now, again, I don't think any of us have all the answers until we go back home ourselves. Brandy, I, 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 I had a psych guy. I had a psych, not a psychic, uh, a psych, a psych guy, a, a loony doctor. I'm going to call them that. I get to, I, I've saw them. So they're, they're not loony doctors. I just make fun of them. Um, he had told me one time a long time ago, which actually I agreed with back when I was younger. This is in my younger years when I was going through everything. He said, he said, you have the biggest fear of succeeding. And I'm like, Oh, 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 oh I got to stop you there. Got to stop you there. Cause yeah. that's one of mine. And that's what he talks about the four biggest fears across the board, across for all human beings, drowning, um, fear of success and i forget the other two that's the most common fears yeah. i have the same thing dave yeah and they said to me i was i was uh i had a fear of succeeding and it was true because i would always take the things i was doing like when i was a musician when i was in theater when i did stand up i took it really really far but but it wasn't always a fear though because he said it was a fear now what a lot of people don't know is for some reason, stuff started to go away for a minute. So that could be something else too. But I think though, I think though, I, I do at times still have a fear of success because sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want that. There you go, Jane. This is right, Janie Walker. But a fear of success, right? And that's where I'm at is, and I know this and I'm working on it, but I start to go so far. And then it's like, I got 20 things going on at the moment. And yep. And just as soon as I start to get a little bit closer to something that I get pulled in another direction. And when you really be honest with yourself and you look at it, right? So, yeah. and it's a common fear. I was shocked to hear that. I, I wish if, if I thought about it, I would have wrote it, but one is fear of drowning. One is fear. Oh, Jane's writing this down. Huge crowds. Now I know what you meant. Heights. Yeah. Fear of heights is the other one. So fear of heights, fear of drowning, fear of success. And I forget what the third one is. I forget what it is, but there's the, those are across the board globally for human beings. Apparently, I have, I have, um, I do have a fear of height. I always no. have, I no. have since I was a child. Now I will go up on something high. I'll walk to the top of a mountain, all that. But like, if I don't, if, if, if I were to just start raising up, I would be like, okay, too high. Drop me. <laughs> this, you know, know what I mean? I have that mm -hmm. kind of fear. Um, I don't have a fear of being in a plane. I don't have a fear of, I don't, it's really funny for somebody who went through a near death experience and, and, and literally felt what it was like not to have any gravity, not to have any, anything just to be 
Um, gravity sure in the hell bothers me here because when I get up high, I know I'm falling. A and fear of heights. Yeah. So fear yeah. of heights. It was I said my, maybe mine's more fear of falling than it is heights. No, I think he said fear of heights. No, I but I mean for me. Fear of falling. Yeah. Okay. So fear this is a good question, Jane. How am I going to get? You guys have always, you guys just make this show, really you do, with all the great comments and input that you put here. Thank you so much. And if you are listening and you want to add your two cents worth in, let me remind you, you're listening live to the thing at the foot of the bed. I'm supposed to do this at eight o'clock, but we were so into this conversation. Yeah. Um, oh, I just wanted to say something real quick to everybody and the people. Oh, I'm not done yet, Dave. I got to do the call. Oh, letters call, the call back. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it, you're listening to the thing at the foot of the bed on 105.3 and 107.7 out of New Orleans, Louisiana on UFO Paranormal Radio Network. Also, please don't forget to check out our TV channel on Roku under UFO Space P as in Paranormal and United public radio network go for it dave and then jane's got a great question okay real quickly i want to say to anybody listening and anybody on here remember we are talking about our opinions so these are our opinions based off our experiences we are not negating anything else saying anything else is not true because what is in your experience is most likely true so mm -hmm. we're just giving you this is a conversation this is why i said why i like spirituality People should be able to be open in spirituality and things change and we learn new stuff. So, so like I always tell people, I'm not going to say certain things don't exist or can't be done because I might run into it one day and I'm going to be that guy who goes, you know what? I was so wrong. <laughs> when someone contacts me and says, you're going to think I'm crazy. I always go try me. Yeah, you're try me. Yeah, you no. be open-minded, right? Yeah, we really do. So I, think all, I think all things are possible. I will, there are things I don't prefer and things I don't prefer is for people to yell at ghosts. Um, <laughs> most of us in the, in the chat have been on the same page, Dave. Yeah, that we that one. That. Other than that, I mean, it's not something I would do. But yeah, I mean, rescue mediums and people who rescue and people who help spirits. How do I know, I what, they know what that really you means? Know what that, I know what I was thinking about when I was sitting here, though, which was really kind of made me feel like a, 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 a jerk for a minute. Because I thought, what if me and another person went into a house and maybe they were a medium who did that. Mm -hmm. And I heard the spirit and they heard the spirit and they said, um, this spirit needs to cross over. And I would be like, they're not telling me this. Why am I not hearing it? And then I thought to myself, do you know what? There are times, um, and this is why we talk about psychic protection and stuff. Now, they on the other side, everybody there knows that David doesn't like to play on that playground. I've, I've had to, I've been on that playground growing up. I mean, my first experience on the scary playground was being two, three, four, and five years old in my bed, listening to doors slam and, and noises and all that. So I just prefer not to play in that. So maybe because I prefer not to play in it, maybe I don't hear it. You know what I I'm saying? I agree 100%. Yeah. And that's and I think and I think that's what it is. And I and I pretty much had that mindset. There are some things I'm pretty stern about just because I was over there and like, no, I know this. This is what I know. But, yeah, but that still things. could have been your experience. But yeah, and every death experience is different. Although I will say there's very few people who have an NDE that will say that they did not either encounter, see, or go into that light. And so that one is a gimme. No, that's true. But looking but, at it for 40 plus years, 
um, and looking at people's different experiences, it's almost like, now again, I could be completely wrong, but it's almost like, especially with an ND, because we're not going to hear back like we do yeah. from an ND when someone's crossed over, that yeah. maybe that's the experience they contracted to have in this lifetime. And that's what you're going to bring back with you. Well, the one thing I do know is I have been told just about by every spirit and all this, it doesn't matter how you get over there. There is a transition period. And the only yeah. reason there's a transition period is so you go back to the understanding of, I'm no longer seeing this. This is the real thing. Okay. So that's why that transition okay. is there. That's I probably agree. the only thing that's that happens. How you transition, that's up to you. I agree with you again. Yeah. And the weird thing, like I've explained, having an NDE as a toddler versus being an adult that has that kind of recall. Yeah. And it's the strangest experience because as it's a knowing, like when you start talking, it's a knowing. It's not a feeling. It's a knowing when you start to talk or other people talk about it, like the love or the colors or the music, or what it looks like, what it feels like. It's so strange. It's so hard to explain. Oh, yeah. Every time you talk to somebody who's had an NDE, no matter when it was or what it was, if, it, if they had an actual NDE, you it's can see It's a knowing. It's and their, knowing. Face light, their face lights up. They're, you can tell they get more intense in how they're talking. They're just like, ah, la, 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 la. And, yeah. and, and for all you guys, if you never had an NDE, in, in, the, the, probably the weirdest thing is, we we have the hardest, the most frustrating thing I should say about an NDE is not being able to describe it in the way that you know how it was because there's literally, we are missing so many words in our vocabulary Yeah, and that it's hard to say. It's like colors. There's colors I saw. That you read my I mind, Dave. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I mean, there's colors. There's colors that I can I can kind of see them. I still can't see it like I saw it before, but I know it's different. And people are like, well, what color is it? I'm like, oh, it's kind of a this. It's kind of a that. It's kind yeah. of a this. And and then like even like flowers or or hard things here, like a table or something over there. To me, it was alive, mm -hmm. and so it had. Not like scary alive, like you want to pet it and go, I need a table, I love you. But it just, there's a vibration to it. You could just tell it was living. Flowers aren't just stagnant. They're moving okay, constantly. They're, they're alive. So, but it's hard to explain it to people. But yeah, but that's what I mean. So I just wanted to let that out there for people. If you think, if you're like, oh, that David knows it all and he, he hates me now because I don't believe in what he does. No, that's not it at all. I, I'm not saying that at all. I'm going from my experience. But we try to remember to say that just we get right into these conversations. Yeah. And we've always started, even at the beginning of the show, we let people know we're not experts. We're just sharing with you what our personal experiences have been or what mm -hmm. we receive from spirit. And with that being said, Jane says that, yes, that's why this is such a good show. You give your opinions based on your experiences. So thank you, Jane. But I wanted to go back up a little bit because people people seem to be enjoying this conversation about fears because Kathy Hanley Littles, when oh, we yeah. were trying to figure out what the fourth was, she said fire. Now that doesn't ring a bell, the fourth top um, the four top fears. And then Jane added, um, Yes, drowning in bodies of water here in south in the south, alligators and anaconda anacondas. Ha ha ha. And Nicole. I guess it depends on where you live, what your fear is too. If you lived like if I grew up in if I grew up in New Orleans, 
I would probably have a fear of getting eaten all the time. Mm -hmm. I would. I would have that fear because of that place or Florida. I would yeah. have that fear when I I saw so much. The news has scared me so much about Florida. I don't think I ever even want to go to Florida again and walk around. Like even after they're out here with that woman, it's like, uh, it's it's like I don't even want to go there anymore. I love <laughs> Florida, and I haven't been in years. One of my friends you that I've been since childhood, like birth, practically lives down there with her husband. And uh, like I say, the weather. I could go for that. Nicole says I have a big fear of bridges and the water. The reason why I wanted to back this up because Andrea said Andrea Reese maybe a fear of death and I can't remember but that kind of rings a bell because like I think fear of death was because I think fear of death is universal. We're like a fear yeah. of mm -hmm. a fear of heights. If you live in Switzerland, is probably a silly thing to have because yeah. everything's up in the mountains. But you ever heard of an irrational fear, right? That's what lots of people say, right? Yeah. Why they have it, but they do. I wanted to go back to Jane's comment, if that's okay, because she asked, yeah. are there mediums out there who try to connect with historical figures like JFK, etc., to find out what happened to them? Do these people just move on with their existence in the next world? I know what my answer is. Um, and there's other things you can do besides a medium, but do you want to answer it first, Dave? Or you want me to answer? Yeah, well, I'll give you my two cents. My two cents. And yeah, there's a lot of mediums who do that. And I'm sure some of them are probably successful. Um, mm -hmm. I can't say that I care. I mean, I mean, there isn't, I don't mean that in a mean way. There isn't a celebrity or anybody that I want to contact or have a need to uh, out of curiosity. There are ones that I love very much. Like there's some comedians um, who left. If if I could talk to Joan Rivers and get a hold of her and validate it, I would love it. Um, but I figure in the meantime, I don't do, I don't have a reason to do it, but it can be done. And I don't think that it's a bad thing to do it. It depends on what your intentions are with the information. That's where you're going to get in where the morals are with it. If I think you are just a person who does it for clout, for fame, for anything like that, I kind of think you're a jerk. Um, I think that if you're doing it to help people and I'm only talking about, I'm talking about like the psychics who predict, you know, or somebody just did something just somebody didn't somebody just do something recently. They did this whole thing where they contacted a spirit a famous spirit. Then they gave all this wine that oh, here's the true story of them. And it's like, this person was not a family member. This person was not nothing. And, I, and they're giving, I would be really angry if I was a spirit and somebody told a bunch of lies about me. And I don't that think was, you care, Dave. And, this, yeah, I'm uh, uh, yeah. and, and that's another thing too. I probably wouldn't care. I don't know. I, I just, I haven't. If you have a good purpose for it, or if it's, I think if it's strictly for entertainment and you're just trying to pull the wool over people's eyes because you're not really doing it. Now, if you really are doing it, that's different. That's different. Okay. So my thoughts are, first of all, people are going to, you're not going to care as a spirit if people are telling no. you the truth about you because they know, you know who you are. And I, as I often explain this, because I do have a few clients who have connected with somebody that was famous in this lifetime, not as a psychic, not as a medium. I won't give much more else away because it's a confidential type thing. No. But what the hard part for them was to try and understand why. And what I try to have tried to explain to people is when somebody was famous in this lifetime, 
That's not who they are when they go back home. No, you're not. Not even close. Not even close. And, and do you want to know something? Wait, let me finish, Dave. It's just a coat that they put on in this lifetime. You have worn that coat in at least one of your lifetimes, probably many. Okay. Now with mediums connecting, I understand where you're coming from, Jane, to find out what is the truth about this. So I have to agree with David. What are you going to do with that information? But the other part is, I think there's better ways to do this. I mean, you can get some pretty good remote viewers out there that you probably could get a lot more validation and a lot more information from. And then again, what do you do with the information? Because yeah, if people wanted, well, just let me finish. I was going to say, because if the truth was meant to be out there, it would be. So now that you have that information, where do you bring it and what do you do with it? The last part is, do they just move on with their existence and into the next world? Absolutely, because it was just a coat they were wearing in this lifetime, if you will. They've moved on. That's and my Jane, if, Jane, if I can mess with your mind, you've been every famous person. That's what I said. You've worn that yeah. coat before. Yeah, you've worn that coat. We all have. We, we're all the... I mean, not to get into it, you are you're you're an individual that has self-awareness, but everybody is does every every everybody goes through everybody's stuff. There'll be another person who'll be able to oh, experience. Oh, we got all kinds of people here tonight. I didn't say hi to my goodness, guys. Sorry. We got no. near um Neil Carr here. Uh hey, we have Dem Rogers. Hey you. Well, we caught the last, we're done in about about 20 minutes, but there's always a replay. I'm so glad you're here. I know Dem Rogers from Surviving the Survivor. You missed it. I already gave him a shout out, but I know her from there. Um, now, Andrea, you've asked a good question. Can a medium ask a spirit a specific question? In, in a nutshell, quickly, absolutely. absolutely. They have their choice to answer it, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's some things we're not meant to know. And even our guides don't always tell us everything. I will validate that one. I know he will. Yeah, usually when I'm do, like when I do mediumship readings for family, um, mm -hmm. I'll give them all that. Usually, what happens? I give them all the stuff that they're there, that they're fine. They'll reminisce. They'll give me some memories that mm -hmm. you know that. And then usually at the end, I can sense it, and I'll be like, "Do you have a question for them?" And then they'll be like, "Well, can you ask them this for me?" And I said, "I can present the question," mm -hmm. and and that's all I can do because I've had people ask for. Some things that it's like, no, honey, but I'll ask them anyway. But <laughs> they're not going to tell you that information. There's some information, um, and it sounds weird and it's not a cop out, but listen, if there was a rule, if you want to think of it as a rule, there is a universal law or a universal rule that governs every single physical universe and everything. And that is you have free will and no one is allowed to mess with it unless. It's con your your soul's still on the other side, so they can ask your soul if they want to mess with it. But otherwise, no, we don't change each other's stuff, and that's why. But but it does happen, and it happens all the time. No, but I want to throw something in here a little bit differently. Um, okay, so Andrea said thank you very much for your kind answers. But what I where I'm going with this is, and this happens with our guides. We can ask a question and it doesn't mean that we're going to get the answer because we oh, no, to know in this lifetime, the same as like I've had people that have said, well, I want to know uh, when I'm going to die or when I'm going to whatever. Well, why? first of all, I, I have a hard time understanding why, but some people want to know that. Right. But you're here for a reason. You're here, Everybody's here for a reason. 
And the day you're born, you know, the day you're going to leave here. But my whole point is, is that we come in with spiritual amnesia. We, there's a reason why we come in here, why it's such a hard place to come to earth where you can clear the most karma where you can learn many life lessons you can learn soul lessons i'll say to help your soul soul grow and evolve there is a lineup to come here for people wanting to come here because it is hard to come here you come in these dense heavy fragile bodies you come in with amnesia most of us do we don't remember our past lives we yeah i mean we're talking all tonight about how to connect with the other side that's a given i think if you want to believe in other races and et and stuff and I do they don't have to do they're they're evolved that's the life they're having but in this yeah, life right. it's primitive compared to you know what you could be or you have been in previous lives like Kathy Haley Kathy Haley little Perfect. you hit it on that's exactly it that's a better way of putting it though I was trying to go around you it gotta read it yes up. you just said yeah. it in a nutshell I was trying to say that too so she says, a okay. spirit uh, you said it beautifully. pardon? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Kathy Henley Little says, a spirit will not give an answer that will hurt the person that is asking. And Absolutely. that's from all perspectives, not just emotionally. It could be spiritually. It could be your reason for why you're here. For you look at it holistically. That is a perfect answer. Neil, you missed our conversation about Dolores Cannon. We were talking about it earlier. I like Dolores. I have, I have, I like Dolores Cannon a lot, and I've read, I've read every book she wrote. And the reason you want I to read, read those, this comment though for people listening, yeah, Neil, Neil says Dolores Cannon, who I trust with my life, says we can be living multiple lives at once in different dimensions. That's absolutely true. You absolutely. are right now. Um, we could be a soul who volunteered to be here and still be in their world. Yep. Um, yes, you can always. Well, they call it volunteers. They. She has a, she has a, her interpretation of it is, is a wonderful yeah, I don't interpretation. Agree with everything she says. Yeah. I don't agree with everything Dolores Cannon says, but um, her interpretations are pretty good. But like we said, her interpretations are coming from a spirit talking through somebody and giving her the answer. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I can't stress this enough. If it's not, when it's coming through somebody, everything is kind of like the game of telephone. You're reading, you my, you're reading my mind, Dave. I was just going to say uh, a game of telephone. Exactly. I always tell people, I was going to explain to people like the best, like if you think of your, your, think of your consciousness as um, a coffee filter. Okay. As you go through lives and you make coffee, your coffee filter, if you never change the filter, the filter gets dirty and everything. Now, if you have that dirty filter and spirit talks to you and that's that nice pure water you put in, if you pour that through the filter, it's going to come out muddy. It's just going to, because of everything that's built up in there. If you can learn how to change that filter, then when the spirit pours it in, it's going to be a lot, that water is going to come out a lot clearer. So it is, I think a lot of it lands on the medium or the channel that we have to have the clearest channel we can. And we got to put everything aside. And that's why I would say I'm open to everything because I don't know what's going to come in. And if I went into every reading with that closed mind, I might miss out on a lot of stuff. Plus so what, I have you to believe, what you perceive becomes what you believe. Yeah, and it becomes yeah, Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why people always ask me, Dave, why don't you do protection when you do this and that? And it's because of my belief system. Mm -hmm. The belief system I have with what I do 
pretty much states nothing can get me anyway. I ain't worried about it. It's never happened before and it never will. And that so really I'm, is so true. That's why I don't take the credit for that saying. And the other one spirit gave me was if it makes no difference 10 years from now, let alone 10 minutes from yeah. now, let it go and pick go. your battles. Yep, and that's it. it. I think so you can apply to everything in life. And it's true about your belief system. What you believe becomes your reality. And if you don't believe us, all you got to look at is the law of attraction and why does that work? Mm -hmm. And part of the reason I think I'm here, and I don't say this egotistically, is to help remind people who you really are, as Dave is and many other people that do this, remind you who you really are. You are not just this lowly little human being. And I'm not saying again from an ego perspective, but we are capable of so much more that we've never been told we can do. Like telepathy, telekinesis. I mean, there's all kinds of things we could do. We could also be much kinder and loving to one another as well. We have that capability. And I think once we, if we master that, we'll master the other stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Kathy, when you said it is not a universal answer, uh, what's not a universal answer? I, I know I hadn't got there because I was going to read Jane's oh. answer that I've highlighted okay. here. So Jane said regarding spirit, not giving an answer, etc. What about truth? Um, fire yeah. is a fear too for me, being locked up or restrained, all the world's a stage. When I lived in San Francisco, there was bridges everywhere. I had a friend who would not drive on any bridge made for long trips. Okay, I'm going to answer this first, and then you jump in, Dave. So regarding a spirit not giving an answer, what about truth? Okay, I can't see that you would have a spirit that would ever lie to you, first of all, they are going to be truthful with you. Yeah. But with truth also comes discernment. So if they knew you before you incarnated into this lifetime, and you knew, they know why you're here, they know why they're you're here. And, and, you know, they're here, they've agreed to assist with you while you're here, for example. So they're never ever going to tell you a lie. No, but they are, they are, there are some things so that you're not meant to know, maybe you need to learn it at a different time or encounter it at a different time for whatever, unless I've misunderstood you. What about George Cannon's interpretation? Oh, yeah. I was asking Kathy Hanley about um, when when Dolores Cannon says all her stuff. It's not a universal answer. That's Dolores Cannon's, Cannon's answer. Um, mm -hmm. I, I I do. I, there's some stuff she does that actually there's a few well, things. I don't think she's wrong, Dave, is what we're saying. Oh, is yeah. We don't I would say this, we don't the cool thing though, about having an NDE experience and then reading Dolores Cannon is the fact that some of the stuff I experienced, she talked about in her books. So if it would have been the other way around, I probably wouldn't have believed myself. I would have thought, you know what? If I would have read all the Dolores Cannon books first and then had my NDE and then seen stuff, when I came back, I probably would have said to myself over and over, it's because I read that book. And then when I slept, I had, you know, I was just reliving what I read. But the fact is, um, I have had stuff, but, but like I said, I, I do agree with Kathy that, um, I don't, you got to uh, wrap this up pretty soon, Dave. Yeah, Sorry. I don't, I don't believe everybody, but I believe, you know what, as long as people are trying to put a truth out there and, and whether you believe in Dolores Cannon stuff or not, I've never heard, I've never read one thing in her books that was, uh, to hurt somebody. Okay, and that's where we're, I'm going to add quickly. And then, we, oh, sorry, guys, we got to wrap this no, up. Okay, but um, Neil, I I do enjoy Dolores Cannon 
and I've really enjoyed a lot of things she's talked about. I think what we all need to have is discernment and we need to take what resonates with us and leave the rest. Or sometimes I have something I call the proverbial back shelf where I'm not really sure about it. And it sits up there because I believe truth will always reveal itself. Dave, where can they find you? I'm sorry, you guys, we got to get out of here because there's a show right after us. And I hope oh my goodness gracious. You guys, if you'd like to find out more about me or purchase a reading or anything like that, or read some of my blog, you can go to the whisper to me.com. I have a YouTube channel and a private group on Facebook, both under the name, the spirit experience. You can find me on TikTok or uh, Instagram under medium, David Hansel. I am the one with over 94 K followers on TikTok. I have a lot of people impersonating me. I will never, ever, 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 ever DM you to solicit a reading. And neither will I ever yeah. message you for something like that. So if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash angel rock, whether that's to book a reading, I do energy healing. Heather, I saw you. I didn't get a chance to give you a shout out. I saw you right at the end there. So welcome. Nice to see you. Um, if you've just tuned in towards the end, there is always a replay. There will always be one on YouTube, on David's YouTube channel, which is the spirit experience. Mine, which is the angel rock with Laura Lee Potvin. Also UFO paranormal radio either on YouTube or Facebook. Also, anywhere where podcasts or talk radio is carried, there is always audio. Some of our better platforms and easier ways to find things are on SoundCloud and Podbean. So um, I will be back on Monday and I'm doing this this month because you guys, I'm loving hanging out with you. So, so far, I think we're just hanging out together on Monday, which means we get to talk about whatever you want, just like what David and I do here. Remember, stay tuned for the Outer Realm second show tonight with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano, Wednesdays and Thursdays. They always have an amazing show, amazing guests. Also, don't forget the Halloween parties. We are building this up because we're on the UFO Paranormal Radio Network. So we're in spooky season, folks. So spooky stories. Uh, Z Sun Dragon or Kevin has sent me many that, not many, I think it's been at least three Kevin has sent. So if you've got spooky stories you want to share, maybe not really sure what happened, something weird, strange, you got pictures, you got EVPs, anything like that, send that to either one of us because we'd love to do that. Our Halloween party is planned Thursday, October 26th. I will be back, like I said, on Monday with the Angel Rock every night on Monday nights live from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on UFO Paranormal Radio Network. Our Halloween party is going to be October 30th. And then I'm working on it. We're going to be having a staff panel party, I believe, the night of Halloween. We love you guys all so much. Thank you for everything. Thank you for always being here. Thank you, Dave, for being such an awesome host with me. I love it. I enjoyed this. Being an awesome host. Every Thursday, love doing this. So you ready, Dave? What are we going to do? Are we going to try and do it together? Or should we just first? Oh, we might as well give it a try first for giggles. Well, one thing we're going to say, stay spooky, guys. We're in spooky season. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Stay spooky. Yes. All right. Stay that's, our, that's our new tagline, guys. Stay spooky. All okay. right. So stay spooky. One, two, three. What's at What's the foot of your, your bed? bed? Oh, we're off again, we're off again. But just so you know, if you're new here, once Dave and I hit it right on the nose, like word for word, each of us is giving away a free reading. So stay tuned for that. If you'd like it to see, like, share, and subscribe, we'll see you next Thursday and I'll see all of you on Monday, okay? Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got to get it to end now. It doesn't want to end. They don't want us to leave. Yay. <laughs>